Hey guys, this is Table Talks with the Tares, an inside look at the everyday conversations we have at our table. I'm Ash. And I'm MJ. And today we're going to talk about our health journeys. So pretty good episode today. Dun, dun, dun. Start with where? I totally ruined it. We start with keto. And two babies later. And now with where we're at, just focusing on strength training, mm-hmm. getting stronger. Yep. Um, lay out kind of where we were, how we got to where we're at today. Yep. Definitely not, you know, perfect. It's all a journey. And really at the end of the day, our mindset is to, you know, answer the big why for why we do these things. Um, we just want to be around for our kids when they get older. Right. I mean, we know you're trying to look like Arnold at the end of a bit. Right. My fellow Austrian. <laughs> One can always try. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah anything else you want to add no that's it enjoy all right so you wanted to talk about our health journeys and i think what birthed this idea was that for it's kind of close to the new year we're going to be approaching this and maybe by the time you're listening to this or by the time this is out it'll be i don't know march <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But we're recording this and it's close to the new year. So that's why you're like, hey, babe, we should talk about our health journeys. Yeah. So you wanted to start way back when we were on. When we were babies. When we were on keto. Yikes. So. Yeah, I feel like we have to disclaim that if anybody is on a health journey that involves any of the things that we used to do that we are no longer doing. We 100% support you and your health yeah. journey. It's just not for us. You, you do you, bub. You do you. We have done a lot of things. Yeah. So I'll say that. So we will cover a lot of things. Yeah, and there is that. no judgment right. to so, anybody who still does these things. Right. And I remember distinctly during that time, um, we have friends who are vegans and we were on keto yeah. So it's like, we hey, let's it. There's eat like, lettuce. Yeah, literally <laughs> lettuce. Lettuce is the only overlap. Lettuce and tea. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think I think it's important mm-hmm. because I think especially now that we are parents and that yeah. we're getting older. Not, I'm not saying we're old, but I'm saying we're getting older. Right. I'm thinking about these things, you know? I want to be on the floor with my kids and not feel like my back is hurting when I stand up. Yeah. I want to be able to pick up my kids and not feel like, yeah. you know, I got to put them down in five seconds. Right. And um, it's it's good to ask those questions as to like why. Why go through, you know, the discomfort of not eating sugar, for example, like why are you on keto or, yeah. or cutting yeah. out carbs, for example, why are you on keto? And really the intent behind that is exactly what you said. Your, your big why is probably that you want to be around for when your children get older. Um, or, you know, the, the, the more sentimental moments that are like, oh, I want to be able to, you know, be there for that first dance with Evie at her wedding. <laughs> are you going to start crying? No, now? I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, it, whatever it is, it's, or maybe it's just personally motivated that like, you know, I don't, I want to lose 10, 15, 20. Right. Or in the keto case, like 40 pounds, um, which was like, for me, it was effortless. Yeah. Because... One, I love sugar, and that when you cut it out, it's like, wow, it actually, you know, helps you lose weight. Yeah. And maybe most of that was water weight. But anyways, health journey, health progress, where were we? 
what have we gone through? Where are we at today? Yeah. So let's start with keto. So that was that was a while ago now. How, it was a while ago, and we long, did it for a long time too. We did it for two and a half years. Mm, was it two and a half? Two and a half, literally. Yeah. Really? Was yeah. It two and a half years? That's pretty impressive for so, us. So I'm just saying. What keto actually is. <laughs> well, like, so basically, you're just you know you're you're cutting out carbs. Yeah specifically like if you want to be like hardcore keto 20 grams or less right which is like if you smell bread that's 20 grams or carbs. pretty much <laughs> pretty much um but man like and and you're just eating high fat and i think really what yeah so there's two primary ways of your body fueling itself again i'm not a health expert i know very little about yeah. the body but two primary ways of fueling your body, glucose and ketones. Glucose you get through carbs and sugar. And then ketones is our, our fat. Um, yeah, that's exactly where it is. <laughs> it's, it's so, so basically we, you know, just, I don't even know. Why, why did we start keto? I, th- we, I think for me it was, um, we had people that we knew that were on keto that I was very impressed at the rapid uh, weight loss. Right. And so I was very curious about people who I've known who had, you know, not significantly changed their um, exercise habits. Right. Um, And they, there are a lot of like keto replacements for what they enjoyed. Yeah. The friend that was on keto. Sure. Shared their keto donuts. And I was like, what the heck? Like you're eating this and you're losing weight. It was delicious. Yeah. And so, you know, it was like with almond flour and, um, Shoot, what's that fake sugar? Oh, what's the one that we... Yeah. That goes like straight through you? Yeah, that that helps you with weight loss as well. But Um, it's like a sugar, alcohol... Oh, why can I not think of it? I don't know. But basically, that's really what birthed And so, you know, I was like, hey, babe, we should try this. And Erythritol. Erythritol. That's exactly it. That's the sugar alcohol that your body can't digest. It has one third of regular sugars, like sweetness. Yep. Um, But anyways... So we cleared our pantry out of everything. Yeah, we did. Had, I mean, we, yeah, we we went hardcore. We did it literally for two and a half years. It was just and you and I, pre-kids. Pre-kids. Um, and we kind of like, I think, on, to be honest, I think we started it just to see if we could do it. Yeah, it was, it was like a, almost like a little dare. But it is definitely the worst thing to try to do because you're either like, like when you're converting your body energy, like it's not just like, nah, let's just try this, you know, you and see how. You have to go full. Yeah. For like it, it takes like effective. probably like a week to convert. And then yeah. like, but it, it's one of those things where like you don't want to eat like high fat. Like you don't want to eat the keto diet if you're not going to be keto. You right. know what I mean? Like and that's just like the standard American diet. <laughs> right. It's like high fat, but also high sugar. And right. high carbs. Right. It's just high everything. <laughs> and so, yeah, so you have to like you have to commit not, to it. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is a period where your body will go through that transformation, depleting all of its glucose yeah. and now tr- converting right. the ketones to right. But anyways, so any, yeah, for me, I'm not super interested in going into like the ins and outs and ketos. And again, if anybody who's listening to this is on keto, loves keto, like I'm so happy for your health journey. We did it. We did it for two and a half years and we, you lost literally 50 pounds doing nothing. Yeah. But changing that. After like. You know, maybe a month or two. It's literally and so it rapid. was so rapid. Yeah, I lost 
20 pounds. Not as quickly. Not as quickly, which I think is pretty typical for a woman. Um, But I was literally loved like the skinniest I have ever been, including like college and Mm -hmm. high school. Mm -hmm. Like I was so skinny. Right. Yeah. So anyways, I won't go into it all. And I also think there was some user error in it. Like we did not, you know, we weren't like the healthiest keto people. You know what I'm saying? Like you were eating like bacon every day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the thing was too, like there were, I mean, there were some like side effects, but we just kind of like ignored it. For me, I would say there was definitely some that like we just kind of ignored because we're like, you know, super skinny and like losing weight. And anyways, not going to go into all that, but it was effective. I will say super effective for weight loss, rapid weight loss, doing literally what felt like nothing. Nothing. Um, And that's the thing is. If your only variable is the scale, then then it's effective. Then it's effective right. for what we did for right? the scale. There's right. obviously healthy ways to do yeah. healthier ways to sure. do keto. I didn't do it that way. Neither did I. Yeah. Um, and so um, I remember the bunless McDoubles that I would always get with lettuce. Oh yeah, McDonald's. that's right. That's right. Yep. And and you know, still yeah. like keto friendly. Yeah. Still, oh, it's keto friendly. Yep. And so so anyways, we did that, and then I got pregnant. Right. So for me, this kind of started a very terrible, like just turn of events for me and, and terrible. I'm not speaking about the pregnancy. I'm speaking about just like my health from that point forward, I would say has not been the same. And I am still working to like recover what I did to my body. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, my journey. Let's talk about your journey because I feel like it's a little less complicated because you know you I mean it's the same pregnant thing, right? two times we, and stuff. We you started expecting, and you know I I don't know like I don't know if we ever consciously said like you need carbs in your pregnancy. I felt it for sure. Right, I was like massively craving carbs so pretty early on in my pregnancy. Yeah. So then you know, like, just ease back into it, and then like every you know, with every passing day, week, month, you're like, well, why did I ever like stop eating bread? Mm-hmm. Or why did I ever stop eating rice? I know. And then we would go to, you know, overseas to Europe and be like, why in the world did we ever get right. that bread? It's so good. Exactly. <laughs> and so, um, so with that, we kind of got off of keto mm-hmm. and I, I think I went all the way back to, Actually, no, it didn't go all the way back to where I originally was. I was weight wise, you mean? Weight wise, but pretty close to it. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was like 10 pounds. Like I net gained back maybe 35, 40 pounds. Yeah. It was nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I think at that point, really health journey wise, Uh I was starting to focus more on running. Yes. Right. That's right. Yep. Aerobic training. You got into math training. Math training. I don't even know what math stands for anymore because while I was doing it, I did it for like six to eight months. You did. Yeah. Um, it was like making sure that you ran within your aerobic heart rate. So if you go above, you know, at my, at that time I was like aiming for like 150 beats per minute. I was so discouraged by it because I didn't see any improvements, um, that I didn't even really like do a lot of reading into it, but that was the next step from, or the next iteration was, Mm -hmm. you know, I I ran, I think I ran every, you did, yeah. Almost you were, every day. You ran a lot, yeah. 
Um, but it was all at a pace where I wouldn't break a certain target heart rate. So a lot of it at the beginning was just straight walking. I was like, <laughs> you know, I'd come home and you'd be like, Hey, how was your run? I was like, how was my walk? I just walked. And so, um, I think that was the next step for me mm-hmm. uh, at that point. And I don't know if you had already gotten into, um, what you're doing right now with faster way, but no. Okay. Cause I don't remember if at that point Evie had already been born. Yeah. So for me, the next step was, so basically from when I got pregnant, Mm -hmm. I did start craving carbs and even just like, I think specifically in the mornings, I like wanted whole wheat English muffins for whatever reason. That was like the thing. I remember that. And, um, so I just knew like my body is telling me something and I just want to be really, mindful of that while in pregnancy so I went off keto in my in that pregnancy with Evie I um I gained 35 pounds but I don't know how much of that was like I remember I had lost 20 pounds being on keto so I only gained 15 pounds more than my pre-keto weight if that makes sense bottom line it was a massive swing. It was, it, it was. It was like massive weight loss. Right. I was so skinny to like um, all of a sudden this like, that's a pretty significant weight gain for somebody my height. Like yeah. I'm pretty short. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of pounds in a short, I mean, nine months isn't, or 10 months isn't super short, but it's, you know, yeah. that's, it's like one on the spectrum to the other. It felt like, and it did a number, I feel like to my body. Um, and for whatever reason, I mean, you and I both know that nursing, like my body just does not respond well while nursing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how much of that was affected by, you know, what I had done before that. So what you mean by respond well, is that like the touted weight loss that you would normally. Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's opposite for me. I gain weight while nursing and it doesn't matter what I do. I remember with, you know, in, in my after having my Evie, um, again, I wasn't like that far from, I was only 15 pounds over what had been my pre-keto weight. So I kind of felt good about that in a good place weight-wise, at least on the scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but for whatever reason, like I could not lose weight after having her when I started nursing. Um, and I was doing these like crazy, almost like, it's a program called Intensity. Yeah, I mean, it's like insanity style, like just crazy workouts, like half hour workouts every day. Right. I was like killing my body. It felt like and seeing zero results. Yeah, basically the opposite on the heart rate spectrum of what it was exactly opposite yeah trying to stay above yeah and i'm not going to say that we were eating the best food in that time but i certainly wasn't like depriving myself Mm -hmm. and i also wasn't like overeating i felt like i felt like i was a typical like nursing mom who's just you know hungry and thirsty all the time Mm -hmm. um but it just it didn't my body was not in a good place at the end of that journey (laughs) let's say that yep and so at that time, I was like desperately searching for what, what do I do? Because weight had not, had really never been an issue for me, but mm-hmm. I'm also like a very petite person. And mm-hmm. so um, I was starting to feel like 
pain in my back, in my lower back, and just yeah. in places I hadn't felt it before, right. you know, um, from the weight that I was carrying from having EB. And um, I also just, I don't know if you felt like this, but from the mindset of keto, like I was left in this place feeling like everything is about the number on the scale. And I was, to be that skinny so effortlessly felt yeah. so good. Like, I don't know how else to, it just, it felt really good to yeah. be at that place and be able to sustain that for as long as we were doing a keto diet. I think for me, it was more that the, we reintroduced carbs to, and sugars to its normal levels, but the high fat component of the keto diet did not die out or adjust down yeah, with it's, it. It's very hard to adjust back from a keto yeah. diet. And I here we say. are like years later Yeah, and I still probably have a skewed perception of, what are adequate levels of right, right, like right. with what we eat yep. Yep. on the fat side? Yep. Yeah. So, what did you do then? So that's like kind of where I was at the same time you were doing math training. I was doing the opposite of like mm-hmm. these insane workouts, mm-hmm. just killing my body. Yeah, I don't. And then don't, after that, I don't think I was doing anything meaningful. I mean, I played frisbee Monday nights. That was the consistent thing. Um, but it wasn't until like literally August of this year. Certainly. Okay. So that's, so you have probably have more iterations or steps. Yeah. Well, then. after that, and that wasn't working and I just felt awful. I was exhausted. I was waking up multiple times in the night. I wasn't, I mean, I said I wasn't sleeping well, but like, how do you sleep well in like the newborn stage? But seriously, I, after coming out of that stage, I still wasn't sleeping well. Um, there were just a number of things that, you know, personal things that I'm just not going to go into detail about, but like, my body was literally like, what have you done to me over the past, like, you know, couple of years that we've been on, had been on that journey up to that point. And so I found out about, I don't even know how I found out about the faster way. I don't even remember. It's probably social media. Yeah. And, um, so I, yeah, found out about that, looked into it more and, um, Decided to like at that point, I was really desperate to try anything, and it seemed that specific program seemed like something that could be sustainable because I wasn't interested in doing some sort of diet like keto, where it's like you're you're changing everything about the way that you eat. And what I didn't like about the keto diet while we were on it was um, not that we weren't eating good food. I thought the food was delicious. I mean, it's high fat, so it was like amazing. Um, But like eating with people was like, you're those people who are like, oh, we can't eat your food. You know? Oh my gosh, you eat sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, gross. You know? Yeah. Like you just become those people who like can't eat with other people right. unless they're making like keto specific food or yeah. you're inviting them to your table and feeding right. them super high fat food, you and, know? You know, super appreciative of everybody that accommodated for us during those two um, years. Yeah. We had like, like really amazing friends who way accommodated for us. Gosh. What losers. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, guys, please just be normal. Yeah, just, here's, you know, eat some bread. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, it sounded, you know, good to be on this program where I'm more, less focusing on a scale number, more focusing on macros and making yeah. sure I'm getting enough protein and carbs Walk and through, fats like, and on the faster way, like what, what an like a typical week looks like. Yeah. Let me also just say we're not like sponsoring faster no. way or anything. This is literally just our personal journey. Yeah. But 
Um, yeah. So with Faster Way, they focus on several things. Um, one of those being um, re- just rest, mm-hmm. getting enough sleep at mm-hmm. night, like eight hours, and hydrating yourself throughout the day, like drinking enough water. And um, th- another factor is counting macros. And so it's, you know, a 50, or not 50, 45, 30, 25 split between carbs, fats, and proteins. Um, which was really hard for me to like wrap my mind around at first coming from a keto diet to like, how do I eat in a way that's like way more carbs than I was eating before. But also like, I did not realize how little the American diet incorporates like protein, lean protein. Anyway, that's like a whole nother conversation. Lean protein without it knocking the fat just in general, eating enough protein of like what, you know, this faster way split was or it said like I should be eating on a daily basis was like I never had eaten that much protein in my life. And so on a daily basis. And so, um, yeah, it took me a while to like wrap my mind around that um, and kind of get rid of like old keto ways that I was still holding on to. And um then also there's intermittent fasting incorporated with it and paired with like specific targeted workouts. So yeah. two cardio days with your, um, oh, it, it does do carb cycling as well. And so we have two days where they're low macro days or low carb days, but it's not keto. Um, where like keto is like you're eating 20 grams or less, which is like, you know, <laughs> hardly anything. This, you know, you could eat 100 or 50 grams or less. So it's still like, I mean, 50 would kind of, I think, still be keto approved. But you're doing that two days a week paired with a cardio workout. The rest of the time you're eating regular macros and doing strength training. And you do that five, you know, workout five days a week. So that's kind of like the program. And so I started doing that. Within six weeks, I lost. I lost 15 pounds, but I think the bigger thing was like, I was finally sleeping the night, like my, up to that point, I mean, this is kind of, you know, a side note, but like I had not had a cycle again from having Evie for a year. It took me like literally a year to like be normal again. And by a faster way, when I started that immediately, my cycle normalized. Um, and so yeah, I lost weight. Um, I was consistent. I gained strength. Oh, and all of, all of it's felt, at home. You don't have to go to the gym. All of it was at home. Yep. I was like lifting 15 pound dumbbells for the first time. I felt like so strong. Yeah. And um, yeah, like I just, the workouts are, you know, never more than 30 minutes. Um, and so it was like super doable for me as a mom. Um I, yeah, I re- I loved it. I felt so good. I was sleeping through the night for the first time in a long time. I felt like my hormones were just like yeah. kind of leveling back out after everything I'd been through with like pregnancy and postpartum and nursing and the whole bit. And then. And then we got pregnant again. <laughs> Woohoo! So obviously all of that had to kind of come to a stop. Well, I did. Uh, well, I can. T- you can totally do the program. Yeah, being pregnant and postpartum and nursing, and I did this time around. Right. Um, I just had to make modifications as I got like more pregnant. Couldn't you know? Right. Do all the things I used to do when I wasn't 
super pregnant. So, so now you're still yeah picking that back up right but the thing was like that's two babies in two years and I didn't feel like I had come off of like my body had like quite gotten back to where I would have wanted it to be to like get pregnant again you know what I'm saying so um I mean I had a really healthy pregnancy with Jude I think I gained I think max like 17 pounds which right. I think is really good in a pregnancy that was like that was way better for me because with Evie I mean I granted I again was gaining back my like keto weight keto weight but like that was 35 pounds yeah that felt like a lot of weight to gain yeah and this time I gained 17 and I felt so good right. and so um I felt healthy I was able to like keep up with my workouts I felt good like making sure I was eating enough protein while being pregnant mm-hmm. um yeah, all the things, but I just, you know, I had two babies in two years and that just like did a number to my body. And mm-hmm. so, and I'm like, you know, in my mid thirties, so it just wasn't like, you know, right. swing back. Like I think it probably would if I right. were in my twenties. Right. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, it's been like really challenging for me to feel like I have all of these like issues and like even just mentally with like my weight and battling that and like, feeling super uncomfortable my clothes don't fit me like all these things but for me what this journey has done is take my focus off of the number on a scale like we literally don't look at that we like i like to just every six weeks kind of take rescale and remeasure just to see like Mm -hmm. how, how am i progressing but other than that like i don't obsess about the scale anymore like yep. because i know that if i'm strength training like yep. i'm probably going to gain weight yep. um but i'm gonna like get lean you know and mm-hmm. um so or toned mm-hmm. and so yeah for me like my goals and the way i approach like health at this point are not to be skinny because i was the skinniest i ever was in my life and i would not say i was the healthiest like your skinniest self ain't always your healthiest self um but I want to be strong now. You know, I, my goals are different and, and why I'm pursuing health is different. It's not just because I want to, you know, look a certain way, even though, you know, I mean, I still want to look good, but um, I want to feel good. Like, yeah, like it's not just to be skinny. Exactly. Like I want to be strong. Right. I want to be able to keep up with my kids. I want to live a long life for them, you know, like, yeah. I want to be healthy. I want to be in my 50s, 60s, 70s and not have a ton of medication that I'm taking to like feel like I can be okay and make it through a day, you know, like all of those things. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I am now. I'm certainly not where I want to be, but I am making consistent steps to continue to be there. And I, I know it's hard coming from keto where it's like instantaneous results. It feels like doing hardly anything at all (laughs) to like, I'm literally working my butt off, not in like a impossible way. It's super sustainable. I'm still enjoying like food. I love eating, you know, we can still eat sugar. sugar. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm not going to like beat myself up about it or shame myself, but, um, I, I am trying to have a longer trajectory of like, this is going to take me longer right. than a couple of weeks. Yeah, for sure. That's so, good. so what about you right now? Where are you right now? Yeah, I think, um, uh, I said I didn't do anything until this past August, but it really is before that, you know, I tried new and that, that did get me into food logging, uh, which is a good exercise. And, 
um, it was effective for like just weight loss as well. Um, but I think that they go into like the behavior, psych- behavioral psychology of things and just, you know, um, keying out like, um, just teasing out your relationship with food. And that sounds so cheesy, but like, just what do you go to when you like feel stressed or things like that or are angry or anxious, whatever. Um, and they have like lessons every day that you go through, which I thought was super cool. And, uh, just being conscious of what you're logging. So, you know, their approach is caloric deficit takes you to weight loss and it was, it, it worked, but now I was getting skinny and I was weak. And so, in August, I started strong lifts, which is really just compound exercise resistance training where there's linear progression where you start at a certain weight um, doing five main exercises. It's mm-hmm. squats, deadlifts, bench, overhead press, and, and barbell rows. And since then, I've only literally done those five exercises in the gym for about four months now. And... It, it's similar to you with the faster way. Um, it's very consistent. It allows me to be consistent. It allows me to be, you know, it caters to my strengths of being routine because there's literally two, just two different types of workouts of a different combination of those five main compound lifts. Hmm. But yeah, it's all, you know, free weight resistance training and you add five pounds every single time. And it's, it's a good beginner exercise in terms of just like, if you don't know what you're doing at the gym, um, what's a little bit challenging about it is you, you know, you don't have somebody checking your form. So you have to like either look on YouTube to mm-hmm. make sure that, or, or you record yourself mm-hmm. to see if your form's correct. And, um, but yeah, I feel really good about it. I mean, you know, last Sunday I deadlifted 315 pounds for the first time ever. That's amazing. And so, um, and I the did. guy at McDonald's, I don't know if I, <laughs> we still need a McDonald's, but like yeah. <laughs> the guy was like, yo, how much you lived? Yeah. How much you live, bro? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm encouraged by it. I, yeah. I think for both of us, I think we've seen really good um, results with strength training mm-hmm. and focusing yeah. on that. And for sure, rather than just being trying to be as skinny as possible, you can still be skin, you can be skinny and still be weak. Yeah. Um, you know, with right now with where I'm at, focusing on getting stronger. Um, has been something that I've found a lot of joy in. It, it gets you back in the gym because you're like, even though you might not feel like you're getting stronger, you know you are because you're adding weight right. to how much you're lifting and you're completing the lifts. And you so, add five pounds every time, every, every next time. And yeah. when does it stop? That's the thing is, you know, if you kept doing it for like, say three years, you'd be like <laughs> squatting 10,000 pounds. <laughs> Eventually. And so there is, there is, that's why it's more of a beginner exercise because you end up transitioning to something else okay. after a while. Yeah. Once you start failing through certain exercises, you know, I'm sure. already starting to fail on overhead presses, um, only at 110 pounds. And so, you know, there's, there's roadblocks that you'll hit and eventually it'll be so discouraging because you're just not completing your sets at, at the gym anymore that you transition to something else. Yeah. And it, you know, it might be, I'm still exploring as to what that could be. But um, the main takeaway for me is like similar to what you're experiencing on the, what you're doing now is, um, you know, training for strength has been not only encouraging and like exciting. It's like you can see the results because you're getting stronger. 
Um, you feel stronger too. Mm-hmm. And it does let you not feel so restricted at your food intake because I don't know, there's just a different, you know, I wasn't doing low aerobic exercises with low intensity workouts or just going on keto. I was literally trying to get as strong as I can. Yeah. That's that's where I'm at today. Let me see those babies. Let me see it. Come on. Just show me one. Ooh, (laughs) they coming now. (laughs) Crazy. Anything else you want to add, dear? No, I think it's just, you know, hopefully, like I said, yeah. like what we've done in the past, we're not like saying that's like the yeah. worst thing you could ever do. It just the way we did it didn't work for us. Yeah. And um, I'm excited to see kind of where we could be because I don't know about you, but like I feel healthier now in my mid 30s. Yeah. Than I ever did in my mid twenties. Even right. though my body, like you know, I was my tight little twenty year old self, but like, I did not feel healthy. Right. You know. Same. Cool. Well, hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of Table Talks with the Tares. We'd love to hear from you, and if there's something you'd specifically like for us to talk about, visit honors underscore dot com slash table talks to let us know. And if this episode was helpful to you, be sure to subscribe and to also share it with a friend. We really appreciate your support. All music is from the OG MJ Tare. Join us next time for another conversation at our table. <laughs>